Welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything. Top Fives, presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. And folks, we just have a, a really beautiful and meaningful show for you this evening. I don't know if that's true. But before we get to all that, Jonathan, how are you doing today, sir? I'm very beautiful, man. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are, you uh, sexy son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm feeling beautiful. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm good, man. Still hot as fuck in Southern California, so just trying to escape the heat. And uh, But, you know, excited for, you know, uh, the studio that I work for, we're, we're pretty close to being finished, so our finished building our, our facility. So I'm super stoked for that. And, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, it's just been quite a, quite a week. We are, we are recording a little bit later in the week today. So the week has been it's Wednesday. I would say been quite slow, <laughs> I'd say, but, uh, I don't know, man, I'm ready for the weekend. Just ready to, I don't know, just kick back and, and kind of chill. So, nice. and possibly play some more Zelda. Cause I, I stopped for a little bit on the Breath of Wild, and now I'm like, oh, dude, I really want to start get back into it and start finding the shrines. And um, I, I saw Ganon be- about a month ago, and I, I, I finally let it go. I put it down. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't picked it up since. That's cool, man. That's cool. But yeah, that's you, thing. you talking about it is making me weak. Oh, <laughs> I mean, there's uh, there's so much playability with that game, and. At the same time, I'm, I'm one of those video game players now where it's like I can only spend like, you know, I, I could do like a couple missions or like find a couple shrines and, and then just kind of let it be for a little bit. Um, so like I'm, I'm glad that the game has a lot of content that I can like probably so play much. it for quite a while. So, but uh, and you pick it, is, it up and you feel like you've only been p- playing for like 20 minutes and four hours have gone by. It's insane. I, I actually want to look at the stats. And I probably haven't played it for that <laughs> long realistically, but um, no, man, I'm still kind of jazzed off that game and um, kind of looking at um, maybe some like other games on the Nintendo uh, kind of network or whatnot. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm getting really excited for Spider-Man Four or not Spider-Man Four, Spider-Man Four, the PS4. Yeah, um, and Red Dead Redemption Two. I am like chomping at the bit. Oh, dude, that. I'm so I, uh, excited. F- uh, funny thing, I saw a video the other day, a compilation uh, video of all the Spider-Man games that they've had in the past, and um, the. Uh, the Empire Strike, uh, Empire uh, State Building, like that, the or the highest, you know, the highest building in New York, right? Yep. Um, yep. All the jumps, because you know, as as the Spider Man character, um, especially in like the, I don't know when they introduced like most of the cityscapes. I know there was some other games. Spider Man Two was the first like open world. Spider-Man yeah. Game. I know that was like uh, the first one that, that I can remember, and you can like crawl up the highest building. Yeah. And that jump was from so the top. Good. You could deliver pizzas. You could get a little balloon for a little girl. Do you remember the one for the PS1 and the N64? I think it was just called Spider-Man or maybe The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And Stan Lee narrated it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and they have the other villains in there too, right? Like most of the... The other villains. And it was like one of the first games where you they had like different skins and costumes and things. And Yeah, um, yeah. That was... I still like... I think Spider-Man 2 has probably aged better, but I think overall I enjoyed the experience of that first game more. 
Yeah. But that's a tough call because Spider-Man 2 was, I mean, that came right on the heels of Grand Theft Auto 3 where everyone wanted to be in a sandbox and Dude. it delivered. It delivered so yeah. well. I mean, who, who wouldn't want to swing around like Spider-Man? And I thought that was like one of the, the biggest mechanics, I think, of the game is being able to tra- traverse the city and and shoot yeah. webs and, and then also and you can interact. and get faster and jump higher. Dude, and, and that's why I'm so excited for the, the PlayStation exclusive one. Like, me it, too. It looks, it looks great. And I think, and like I saw a, a footage of, I think actually in the video that I said, uh, mm-hmm. where they jump off the, the Empire State Building, like the, I think they include the new game. And like Tight. when you see that that just kind of three sixty view of the city, it looks insane. It looks so detailed, and you know, because you know, graph the graphics now and the amount of like, um, you know, detail they can put into those buildings and everything. It's 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 reached its point where it's like it, there's just so much. I mean, like Grand Theft Auto Five, like just the scale, the scale of that like game, and like where you know where the Grand Theft Auto series has been through, and being able it's to crazy. like. It's nuts, man. And it's super seamless now. Like, you know, it, it, everything loads and you can see the whole world out there. Um, but I am stoked. And I, I think the combat, like, mechanics and stuff look, look pretty cool. Very similar, like, Arkham, the Arkham series. Yeah. yeah. So Which, I mean, when you look back at uh, Spider-Man 2, the video game, they were doing the Arkham thing before Arkham. Like, there was his spider sense and you could dodge attacks as they were happening. It wasn't as fluid as, as Rocksteady got it to be in the Arkham games, but the seeds were there in Spider-Man too. So I hope it's, we just get that. Um, Be pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty darn cool. I I can't remember when they released. September 7th. September 7th? Yeah. Spider-Man? Oh shit. And then Red Dead is in October. I think end of the month, oh October. My. Oh, dude, there goes my September and October, man. Yep. yep. I didn't realize the Spider-Man and game through, was coming out. through February, probably. Oh, my uh, God. I didn't realize those games were coming out that soon. I mean, at dude, the same time. I'm this, so pumped. Yeah, this, this summer's, like, flying by, so I just feel like, yeah, the day will come. I mean, September's going to be around the corner, so. Yeah. I am so stoked for that, dude. I, I've been, like, actually, that's the one, the, the one game I've been really excited about, Red Dead and Redemption 2. And and then Spider Man mostly because I I've, I guess because of our like m- my experience mostly with the second you know the second one uh, our first Spider Man two um, and just like that ability to be like dude I I want to be Spider Man I want to like web around yeah. the city and and save people and and then see what you know what kind of story they're going to tell in this in this one as far as the you know the different types of villains um, so yeah. That sounds super exciting, dude. I'm really stoked. We should definitely do yeah. like maybe a top five with it or, or maybe like a little review. Well, that sounds good. Well, um, excuse me. If you don't mind, this kind of yes. segues into my top five. Uh, um, okay. Video games. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting into, um, I, I saw my, uh, my family this past weekend. Shout out to my mom, dad, my brother and his lovely lady. And, um, I was thinking, well, one, I've been stoked off of Spider-Man and uh, Red Dead. I've been really just kind of looking into gaming more than I have been in the past few months. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was thinking, oh, I'm going to be with my brother. I should. I didn't. I wound up not doing this, but I wanted to uh, unearth my PS2 so me and him could oh, play some video games together. dude. And it got me thinking what types of games we used to play together. So, Shawnee. 
what are your top five favorite sports video games? And let me define this as uh, it has to involve a ball. Um, Ooh. Because it would be too easy to be like Tony Hawk 1 through 5. Um, uh, so sports with a ball game. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I've been, a have been, I still dig the FIFA series. Like, yeah. uh, the one that didn't, wait, didn't we, ha- we, didn't we, we try to play? The, yeah. We uh, would, we would play online together. Uh, FIFA 12. What year was 12. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That was like a while ago. So 2012 FIFA, I thought that was a solid game. And, uh, for me, I'm not too big into like sports games. But I do enjoy like, uh, like FIFA soccer, like something that's very like you can play with a friend. Um, but I, I still enjoy like classic games like NBA Jam. Uh, I feel like that's got to be like way up there. Probably it, it could be my number one because that's just like a classic like uh, game, and it's especially for like compared to like the 2K and all the other kind of basketball games, like the ones that really emulate what it feels like to be in a professional basketball career uh like nba jam was just like it was just fun dude and it was yeah uh, the others always felt very stiff to me no matter how good the graphics were it never felt as fluid as it should have yeah and it was fluid and and the thing is like the when you get the 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 heating up and then the fire and like you get the uh you you could play as hillary clinton (laughs) (laughs) i i I do remember i think remember that um yeah dude like that game was so much fun and like there's that rhythm and kind of like fluid fluidity with it yeah that i think i think that's what games and maybe some games even today sometimes miss is that kind of you know you sometimes it's all about like kind of the spectacle and like how clean it looks and you know, but it's it's usually it has to be about the fluidity and and you know a spe- you know a lot of these games over time you know it, take the two K series like you know it's the same fucking game every year mm. you know just like another basketball season every year but just like, like Call of Duty though I mean yeah it's they although, I mean there's differences certain there's, aspects yeah. of the game to enhance the experience and obviously add a little other oddities in there um, but. It, you know, it's all about the player experience and I love like multiplayer games where you can play with someone else and, and really get that kind of competitive kind of feel for it. So, yeah. um, so I've got FIFA. I, I, it's hard to pick which one, uh, I know 12 was the one we played heavily. Um, I yeah. did get a chance yeah. to play, uh, I think it was last year. So set 17, I think I got to play this 17. Good. It was pretty good. Like, there's a couple things they improve on, and you know, there's it, it's again more fluid as far as like the way you're you're like kind of passing and you know using the other players. Because if you're playing by yourself, you you have options of either controlling one star player in like the career mode, or you can do like a team thing where you can switch off and be other roles on the team. So I, I find that kind of interesting with some sports games. Um, right. We can like it's a team effort. At the same time, or you can play as this career effort, and that's what I feel like a lot of these titles push now these days. It's kind of like the seasonal or season uh, player, single player kind of thing. Um, so I got NBA Jam, uh, FIFA. Uh, man, uh, this one's kind of recent. I, I have this on my Nintendo Switch. It's um, uh, why can't I? I can't even fucking think of the name right now. Uh, <laughs> I could have grabbed my... God, it's been like forever since I played my Switch. I don't even know what I mean. <laughs> Jeez, man. Um, 
He got this, Sean. Oh, God. Oh, God. I probably talked about this game a shit ton on this uh, show. But it is called... Oh, Rocket League. Duh. Ooh. Rocket League, man. Uh, when I first played it, I actually was doing a session, a recording session with a, a friend of ours, Martin. And uh, uh, the session lasted for like, you know, the, uh, um, pretty much a month. We were, were kind of booked doing some, a, a gig for, uh, you know, a couple weeks. And so that means... We needed some entertainment on the side too, as well. <laughs> so hell yeah. Uh, so uh, Martin brought over his PlayStation Four, and he had Rocket League, and we were just addicted to it. I mean, it, we didn't play it like all the time we were there, but like you know, just anytime addicted, we had, though. yeah, yeah, just yeah. a bit. Uh, <laughs> but anytime we, any chance we had to, uh, you know, to just kind of take a break or you know, escape for a little bit and not do music. Um, Rocket League was the game and I eventually got a switch and found out it was it was being you know coming out for switch and I was like oh this is perfect like perfect multiplayer kind of thing nice um you can do like local matches if someone has the game but um it's great it's it's definitely um an interesting game and I guess how to shorten what the game is it's pretty much uh imagine playing basketball soccer hockey and or hockey and uh, there's another kind of game mode where it's like a kind of a gravity ball kind of thing. But imagine playing those games, but with like full size vehicles and a just a gigantic ball. Fantastic. Yeah, it's it, and it's like indoor soccer. So there's like walls that you can like run up and or drive up and nice. And uh, and then there's different modes, which I think is really cool. They have like um, the different sport kind of games, and then there's also like how many players you can play. So you can like play one on one or like two on two. Uh, team team battles whatnot so it's it's really cool and, and online too it's pretty fun um, you can like you know interact with other people and stuff and and there's downloadable content which you know I, I I'm a love hate for like that kind of stuff because like you know pay more money just to like uh, you know look good or whatever but um, yeah I had to buy the DeLorean because they were offering the DeLorean on it so that's it's pretty that's understandable it's understandable, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it even gotta, shoots the, it even shoots the, uh, the flames and stuff. So I'm like, I was so stoked awesome. off it. Um, but yeah, it's it's so it's it's really weird when you play it at first, and it could be quite frustrating because um, the ball has like a certain bounce to it, like the gravity of, of it, and you can control this too if you create your own like party. Nice. But um, it is so entertaining, dude, and it's funny. It's it's just so funny to like watch the other players trying to get like get the ball and and you can like uh like boost jump so your car can like fly up in the air okay. so it's it's got like quite a, a niche as far as like being able to control like the vehicle and like try to time it right to like jump and hit the ball like a header with a car <laughs> so it's uh it's pretty crazy dude like if you nice. if you get it on switch um i think it's like 20 bucks an hour or something like oh, that that's great. so nice and um yeah it's a fun game so i would Say that would be my number three, uh, four. Shit. Um, would you consider racing games? No, uh, I would say no. racing is its own category. Hmm. Hmm. But let me let me throw you because I just thought of this. There's a lot of Mario sports games. That is true. That's true. 
Oh, uh, actually, this is a classic, dude. This is on the N64, I think. Ooh. Dude, it's, it's, it's no, it's no, uh, it's no FIFA or it's no, uh, um, <laughs> I don't play sports games as much, so I blank on all these names. Madden. It's no Madden. Yeah, guys, I don't play Madden. Sorry. Uh, it's no Madden, but this was the classic, dude. Fucking Blitz. Yes. Yes. Was it NFL Blitz? NFL Blitz, was it baby. N- oh, NFL yeah. Blitz, man. This game was awesome because you can pretty much just destroy your enemy, your your competition, throw them on the ground, and like I don't know. It was like it felt like a wrestling match mixed with like football. Yeah, like the just the the, the outrageous, even like the the way like the um, uh, not the drama of the, but like just the. You know how wrestling is. It's that like showman kind of uh, feel. You know, like it's it's it plays out like that. And like the game, it's so it's like football, but it's it's simplified in some way or form as far as like how you can call plays and how you move and the and the mechanics of it. Um, but there's like these small things that made it such an interesting game. Like how you can like. Oh, man, I remember you can do like you could do like wrestling moves or something and like destroy. You could, yeah. Like, and it was so arcadey, like it was so intuitive. It there were was, only a couple yeah. buttons, like and, hike, and that's, throw, catch, run. Like it's all dude, you needed. Yeah, simple controls, simple you know playing playability, but uh, yeah, actually high playability as far as like being able to just you know just to sit there and you know p- go through the game and. And and maybe that's why I don't gravitate towards um, kind of like contemporary, like modern, like Madden and all that. Like Same, cool yeah. games. And if you if you really want to be like, yo, I want to be like, you know, the basketball players and like really get into it. Uh, but it's fucking video games, man. It's like uh, it's yeah. like I just want to skate back and it's, not think and yeah, uh, yeah, like you know, not call plays and shit. So, um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Like the, that's definitely one of the classic ones that I remember. And it just was so weird and out there. So, like, yeah, um, that's all I can think of. And then, uh, you know what? I got to say, Wii Tennis was, that was, like, um, when the Wii came out, that was, like, one of the main, like, kind of launch title. uh, I mean, they, they pretty much, like, I felt like they, I mean, and there was obviously a couple games, like, you know, the, a lot of their existing franchises like, you know, Mario and Zelda, like, of course people bought the system for that. Um, but they were really pushing the kind of, uh, interactive and, you know, the, the, the Wii control controller, the, uh, the uh, Wiimote, the, the Wiimote and the nunchuck and all that stuff. And, you know, what can you do with these? And, and they, you know, they had this kind of miniaturized, you know, this little game with like a couple of different, types of sports games on there and we tennis was on there and it just tripped me out. Cause that's when, you know, we've, you know, got introduced to the, Wii, the Wii Mote and like how that was interactive and, and it was cool. Cause you can feel the vibration, the rumble and the controller and like it, the moves were natural, like very natural and easy. Yeah. Um, of, of course they, that started the whole thing where they had to start shipping out like, Motion. I, we call them, yeah, the Wii condoms too. Oh fuck, that's right. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and then the straps too, because like that shit would like people would just like serve a ball, 
and do the motion and like throw their controller through a TV or something. It's amazing so. how cheap the the Wii remote felt. Like when you think about like how yeah. just shitty plasticky it was, you know what I mean? Dude, I uh I don't have mine anymore, but I held one the other day. I was playing I was playing uh I was playing Mario Kart on the Wii U. Um, but you can still use the old Wii controllers for that. And I, think, I thought that was really cool with Nintendo, and I think that's something that they uh, do really well as far as being able to kind of incorporate their older yeah. you know, controllers and everything. I, I know they sell, like, the GameCube. I think they have, like, GameCube versions of the controllers. Yeah, for Smash I, I Brothers. That, yeah, so, like, um, it's cool that they're kind of, you know, people love, love the older generation uh, consoles and, like, the controllers and... Uh, speaking of controllers, we did an episode on our favorite, con- you know, controller video yes, game we controllers. Did. Track that down. And track that down, guys. It's quite <laughs> quite interesting. To listen, but uh, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, video games and the way we play them are so different now. But at the same time, they're they're not like you know. There's still like you know the puzzle and figuring out things and finding the you know the the niche of the game in some way or form. So. Um, but yeah, the Wii sports game, I mean, the Wii tennis was like, it wasn't like that crazy. I mean, I still to this day think the Wii, the me or me, me, right? Yeah. I, I think it's still like Nintendo's cheap ass avatar. <laughs> yeah. I still think like, I still think Nintendo's like almost there as far as like, dude, you guys just need to step up like just a little bit. But um, like I mean, online the, should I've be been, so simple and they just can't crack it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Uh, but we'll see. Well, I, I know yeah. they're, they're gearing up for their online, uh, you know, service and everything. And their debut. Um, and I've been fairly, yeah, I've been fairly impressed with um, the Switch and just how it is. And holding the Wii U the other day and just like, oh wow, like just kind of seeing how they went from this kind of big, bulky kind of like tablet controller to this, you know, this simplified, you know, smaller handheld device but it still feels really great and it's still engaging for gaming um so like yeah i mean yeah stuff that definitely you know nintendo's still going to be around to to show you know show showcase a lot of good games and and different hardware and stuff so but uh man it's turning into like a nintendo thing <laughs> <laughs> never a bad thing never a but bad yeah thing. Th- yeah those are mine dude and you know i i i I could be more of a, a sports fan, I would say, for like the games, but um, I think the ones that are for me that stick out are the ones that are fun to play, like really easy, easy as far as the controls to understand, and and that just counts for like hours of like continuous gameplay um, without having to use my brain like so much. <laughs> uh, Joe, what are yours, man? Well, um, mine are I think in a very similar vein. Um, Number five, this was a game me and my brother used to play on PlayStation 1, Sammy Sosa's Softball Slam. Say it five times, kids. Um, And it was great because, like, they were playing softball, and they were playing, like, like in a sandlot type of situation, but, like, in the ghetto. And, like, all of the names were really weird. They had this announcer, like, here comes Oz. And like it was just <laughs> really bizarre shit. Um, uh, here comes up to the plate Sinclair, just like really out there fucking names. Um, not that Sinclair's a really or Oz is even really that 
but it was just it was weird in the context of that video game. I don't know. Anyway, it made me and my brother laugh every time we played it. Um, the announcer was so like earnest. I think that's what it was. He was just so into it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but it was a fun, it was a baseball or softball game and it was fun. It was very arcadey and the games went pretty quick and it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, I'm having a tough time here. I have like three that it could be. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with FIFA 12 as well. Uh, just cause you and I had a lot of fun. Uh, I think we got that like our last year in college and that was pretty great. Um, We'd play online, or I'd just fucking go over to your house like usual and fucking sit there on the couch and we'd, we'd <laughs> chop it up. Um, number three, NBA Jam. I love and like all of them. Dude. Um, number two, NFL Blitz. I remember 2000 being my favorite. And I don't remember. Oh, there was right. something different about 2000, and I don't remember what it was. Like maybe the stiff arm. Maybe they included the stiff yeah. arm or something like that. I forgot there was well, there was two then, right? Oh, they made a few of them, dude. Um, they made a f- wow. Yeah. What was it? See, I don't even know the version I played, man. It's been so. Long. I mean, the first one is classic, just NFL Blitz. I think the f- it's so yeah, good. The first one, yeah. um, I think 2000 was the second one. Maybe I can't remember. They're amazing. Can you believe those games are like 20 years old? I know, man. Uh, That's uh, pretty crazy. Uh. Um, <laughs> but my number one, um, my favorite game to play uh, with my little brother, NBA Street Volume Two. Um, this game is just I the right amount one. of arcadey. It's three on three uh, basketball, um, and you could play the legends. You could play as Jordan. You could play as Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. Like that was my team. Um, or Fuck Wilt yeah. Chamberlain, I believe, is in there. Cream of Dulce. Like, all your favorite, yeah. like, 80s, 70s, like, Dr. J. Like, they're all in that game, and it's fun. It's, it's, I'd say, as easy to pick up as NFL Blitz. It's a little, it has more layers to it, though. It's not arcadey yeah. to the point of, like, you know, but it's so much fun. Um, and it's a great design. I think the design and uh, graphics of the game are just they hold up like it's just cartoony enough, you know? But Damn, dude. I remember, I actually remember that one. Yeah. I love that you game. Can, you can have like different, uh, like play, uh, courts and everything. Right? Yeah. Like a, but it was street. So it's like, they had a bunch of like ones, like just kind of It'd be like on a rooftop way. or yeah. 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 Uh, that's super cool, man. Yeah. What, um, I'm trying to remember. Did yeah? Did they have other game modes? There was like three on three, right? And then there's a. I can't remember. I just remember the three on three. I'm but sure. I'm sure there were like mini games yeah. and you know whatever. Yeah, like horse or something. Like yeah, that. exactly. That's so cool, dude. Um, man, I I remember. I, I think I remember you playing that. Like I saw it when you were playing that, and I I remember it looked pretty cool. And as far as just like, you're right. Like the right amount of just like the playability is like you know it's easy to, to follow and and get into and at the same time there's still like a couple layers yeah to it that make it such a unique game yeah so um and that's yeah that's what i hope for like sports games right dude like you know it's it's something that should be fairly easy to pick up you know and and but still have a good time and be still competitive at the same time and that's what i think most games are you know how that most sports games have that multiplayer like 
uh, ability because of that, like that kind of competitive, like it's like playing against, you know, each other in basketball or something like yeah. in real life, I guess. You know, so, um, dude, that's so cool. Hell yeah. Now, now I want to like, yeah, you like, do. It's been a while since I picked up like a, a sports game and I would say if I, man, I know the switch has a couple. Yeah, I know the Switch has a couple uh, 2K games on there, and then I think I think I saw like the remade NBA Jam. I don't know if you saw that one. Yes, I don't think I played a version on my phone. There was like NBA Jam on your phone, uh, but oh shit, I, I haven't played like a. Oh wait, no, I did. I did. I had it for the PS3 for a while. I think I gave it to someone. I can't remember. But it was good. I mean, it was, you know, nothing beats playing it in your on your Super Nintendo or your Genesis. You know what I mean? Like I know. Uh, I, I'm actually really curious now, dude. Because the Switch is... I've been loving the Switch for the portability. Yeah. And those games I feel like those types of games will be perfect for it, right? Yeah. So, man, I might have to... Yeah, I'm about to get get back to you on that one. Maybe I'll. I saw that FIFA was it 18 was on sale Ooh. during the World Cup. Fuck. So I don't know if it's back as for full price, but it was like yeah, it was super. What a cheap. smart idea! Slash that game yeah, 50 percent, right? you'll sell 50 percent more units or whatever. Everyone's like. in this like everyone's like you know at least what you know or aware of the World Cup or or watching whatnot. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a bunch of pe- you know a bunch of people who are just like I want to play some virtual soccer right now. <laughs> Um, I always love it because of uh, like FIFA. They have like the, and I, I think most of the these sports games too now, um, like the announcers and just kind of the, the the environment to make it feel like a real game. Yeah, um, is pretty. It's pretty insane. Like they they get the same like commentators and like, uh, so it's 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 super engaging. Like you know, I remember like uh, with FIFA, they have like the the commentators from like the English Premier League. And in some of the American, you know, it's, it varies and it's fun because it's like you're making those moves and the commentator is like actually commenting on something. It makes that believability just like even, you know, just a little bit more, you know, believable. So, um, but yeah, man, damn, I'm like going to be searching my switch tonight. Hell yeah. See what's up. (laughs) Right on. Um, I like your, I like that list. dude. That's something totally like. I, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, we're mostly like movies and films and video games and stuff. And, you know, uh, we don't talk a lot of sports, I would say. So, <laughs> but, but I think, you know, there's, there's still some room for that. And, um, I don't know, man, I fucking love sports games. Those are so much fun. Um, I, I forgot how, how much it feels like. So now I'm like jazzed to like go and search up some games and Hell yeah. see if I can find some. I actually might search up some of my old stuff too. See if I have anything around. So it's worth it. But it's uh, so worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> uh, Joey, yes, sir. I kind of have not really similar, but it, it's in the, it's in the tech kind of uh, part of it, I guess. So ah. I, this, this is gonna be kind of general. Okay. Um, Joey, what are your top five um, favorite tech gadgets? Tech gadgets that you have. Ooh, ooh. And that could be like literally could anything it, that's electronic. So, okay, I mean, obviously my iPhone uh, would be number oh, yeah, one. I, for I sure. couldn't 
You have the the X. I do have X. I do have the the. It's the ten, Sean. No, I'm kidding. It's the X. It's, uh, it's I love 10. it. Um, I wish it were wider. It's a little too thin for my liking. Um, but I plan on. I think they're going to come out with a plus size model. Um, oh, in shoot. a couple months here, and I'm on the program where I can just pay to upgrade. Uh, or, oh, or I'm so already awesome. I'm already paying to upgrade, so I get I can upgrade every year. Um, so. Oh. But the one thing is I have these lenses for my phone, these moment lenses. I've talked about them on the show before, and they're amazing. Um, yeah. But I have to have a specific case. And I remember I got my iPhone X in, or X, whatever, in November. Cause, okay. Yeah, I think I had to get wait to get mine in November probably. But, um, but then, yeah, what, where am I going with this? Oh, but then the the case for the moment lens didn't come out till January, late January. So it's like, and I use uh, I use those lenses all the time. Like, can I wait? You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. I want to be able to get that for my phone. And will I have to buy new lenses? You have to, like, that's an you investment. You trade the phone in too, right? Yeah. So, because otherwise um, I'd hold on to it. Yeah. But that's what. Yeah, that's always a difficult thing, especially like. And then, you know, making sure everything's like backed up and everything. But, um, I, I am not an iPhone user currently, but I have seen the iPhone X and 10 or whatever. And it's, uh, it's definitely very impressive. I remember you showed me, uh, I think your phone last time and there's like, I mean the, the facial recognition. Oh, it's great. I mean, it's honestly, it's, it's, uh, I wish there was a fingerprint under there, but I understand why it couldn't be that way. Um, cause facial recognition doesn't work. You know, I, I'm still typing in my passcode fairly often, but it's fine. Like how the fuck can I complain when I have something that does that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, man. 12 year old me I, I feel would like be like, both... my mind would explode. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we come from that generation where like, you know, we're kind of like pre internet, like pre all these smartphones coming out and it's like. We, we had, like, no cell phones when we were growing up. And then, you know, we had, like, flip phones and, like, that had, like, you know, just the buttons on it and that's it. You know, like, uh, we had instant messaging. You we know, did. Aim. Before we had, you know, text messaging and Facebook Messenger and all that stuff, you know. We had Zanga. So it's, uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> so I always have that thought on, like, this is my thought on smartphones. And it's funny because, like, everyone's trying to convince me to get a freaking iPhone and I have a, a Samsung galaxy S six, which is a couple of generations behind one. I just can't afford a phone right now. <laughs> and, and two, it's just like, Hey, it does everything I need it to do. So I'm not really complaining, but at the same time, we just come from that generation, dude. We're like, I, you know, we have our expectations now. Like, of course we want better cameras and all that stuff. At the same time, I feel very grateful and also just still amazed at how we have a miniature computer now in our pockets. And you know what? Better and than our computer most of the time. Like, dude, if I'm right? sitting here and, and I want to look something up real quick, do I really yeah. want to like sit up and type or do I just want to pull my phone in my pocket and look it up on here with one finger? Like, it's lazy dude. and it sucks that we've come to this, but it, we're here now. Yeah. We're here now. 
But hey, man, let's embrace that you, shit. Like you do all your you you do some of your script writing on there too, right? With some of the apps that you have. I have um, actually because of the thinner frame on this phone, I don't like typing on it nearly as much. So I, oh. but I was I was on my iPhone six, which was kind of a shit phone, honestly. But um, it the screen width and everything was was great for for writing. This one not so much. Yeah, this one is great for like video and taking pictures because I can shoot and. 4k at 24 frames per second it looks like i'm shooting on film if the lighting's right you know what i mean like it's amazing um that's so cool man. in fact can i put the lenses as a gadget or does it have to be electronic uh i was thinking electronic but i think that's i would say that's a gadget i'll say the lens is in conjunction with my iphone video camera how's how's that um yeah um yeah i i I love shooting video. It makes me fall in love with actually shooting again, you know, because shooting on a phone, like we grew up with camcorders, our hand fit around the camera a certain way. It was, it, you know, it was a cylinder. It was a fucking cylinder. And then trying to shoot with this flat brick, you know, but having, having the lenses actually kind of makes it, you know, you can see the world in a different way. It sounds corny, but you know what I mean? Like No, no. Um, no, I, I I see where you come from. Yeah. Man. And like that kind of physicality too, like being able to put you know, I see the switch out the different lenses and um and and you know, kind of see yeah, weirdly enough, see through through different lenses. Yeah. Like you know, you get a different perspective, obviously, and um being able to do that on your phone. <laughs> And like using like probably like these smaller lenses too, you know, it's not like a big bulky, you know, camera or whatnot. But yeah. I think that's amazing. It's dude. pretty cool and being able to sh- you know shoot good footage. On it's that. rad. It's really so, rad, and I appreciate it's it. Rad. Um, it's rad. Let's. See. It's so rad, bro. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the switch. I mean, do consoles count oh, as a? Yeah, I mean, I think when it's out of its yeah. dock, oh, it's yeah. definitely a gadget. Um, I'm going to, I mean, we've already talked in depth about Nintendo and so, I mean, I think, I think I don't, that doesn't need an explanation. Um, I'll say my laptop. Um, I've got all my, all my writing apps and this is where I like to write. Um, and yeah, just a good keyboard. I'd say more than anything else Yeah. Um, is like I'm so nerdy. I was looking at like custom keyboards online the other day and I was like, Ooh, um, oh, dude. like I love a good keyboard. And like, that's why I hate the new MacBook pros or airs or whatever it is. It's like these giant keyboards that don't recess, uh, when you press them, there's no click or whatever. So it, it doesn't yeah. feel like you're hitting keys. And like, for me, that would really fuck me up and that would fuck my rhythm up. Like part of, yeah, part of, yeah my pleasure in writing or, you know, is hearing the rhythm of the keys. Like it's like creating music. Like I can, I can jam to that. Yeah. Um, when I'm on a roll and all I hear is keys or keys clicking, it's one of my happiest places, you know, (laughs) but, um, yeah. So fuck you, Apple for taking that away from me. And that's why I didn't buy like better MacBook pro models. Like, no, I want the one with the good keyboard. (laughs) Dude, I f- you know, I was actually searching for like those old Mac, like the clear oh, with the white keys, uh, keyboards. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I was at um I was at a studio the other day and they they had one of those. Um and I was like, oh shit, like I remember when we were in like I don't know if it was in grade school or elementary school, like maybe that was a little bit older as far as the Mac computers we had. I but. think that we got Macs what in probably third grade, I wanna say. Mr. Yeah. Rushley was teaching uh computer. Dude, yeah. And that and that's the thing is we grew up, you know, with like very tactile, like very, you know, physical uh keyboards and, and then that is part of like how we learn how to type and like that that the the feeling of clicking down and all that is I mean sure I'm sure there's a weird kind of like science and maybe a little bit of psych uh, a little bit of a psychology behind it yeah. or whatnot. But uh I think uh for I think for maybe us and maybe our generation, it could be the same for generations after. I'm not sure. It's that just the physicality and, and being able to interact, you know, like as you're typing, as you're pressing that button down, you're creating the word and it's exactly. just like it's solidifying that down. So I, I totally get you, dude. I, I'm, I'm actually looking for a keyboard yeah. right now. And this I've been watching a bunch of videos, uh, tech videos like on YouTube and you know, there's a lot of guys who are into gaming, like uh, PC gaming, which I, I don't really do. But the whole thing with that is people still sell like really crazy mechanical keyboards. Uh, some of them very inexpensive, some of them very pricey. So, um, shit, I'll have to just maybe send you a couple videos after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Uh, my number five, my Apple TV. Um, dude, you've been, you've been, I've been taking praising this. Yeah, one. man, I really think the Apple TV is fucking great. And now they've got, you know, aside from the iTunes library, which bums me out a lot of the time. Like they'll have only the rated R version, so the unrated version, or they won't have a movie at all. Um, yeah. But the fact that they've got Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Showtime, Stars, Amazon, Filmstruck, Collider. Um, Fox FX, like all these apps, you know, instead of channels or whatever. Uh, and it's instant. It's quiet too. Like I can't watch a movie with, uh, using my PS4 anymore. It just hums the entire time and I can't hear yeah, a fucking yeah. movie. Apple TV. And, and if you try to rent something on the PS4, it's got a download and buffer and it takes like, you're not going to be able to press play Dude, with the Apple TV. I press play. I've actually, I've witnessed that yeah. so many times and I, you've, you've told me all, I mean, I've, I've stayed at your place, man. And you've had the Apple TV and I've, and just seeing that 4k TV yeah. now, uh, it looks great. Dude. And, and the, uh, interface, the interface is, is, is clean so and fluent. fluid and the remote, yeah. the remote is amazing. You, you know, it's the only time series useful, you know, show me every Tom Hanks movie. I'm in a Tom Hanks mood and boom, there's all the movies. And like, if it's in the iTunes store, but it's available on HBO go, They'll be like, yeah. yeah, you can buy it, but it's here for free. So it's pretty. Uh, it gives you that yeah. option. Actually, no, it doesn't even give you the option. It's just like, no, it's an HBO. Go watch it. Um, you'll, you'll have to uh. go to the store itself and like search it to buy it. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's yeah, a good yeah. thing. You know, and there's sales all the time. I've that's been cool, getting man. 4K movies for $4.99. Like, I got Jurassic Park for $4.99 for, in 4K. Oh, dude, in 4K. Like, so get that. Dude. So I mean, I Maybe that's got to be my next yeah. purchase. I don't know. The we'll one see. drawback I'd say <laughs> the only thing is that um, Disney wanted to cha- charge more for their 4K 
uh, content. Um, but Apple was like, nope, we're setting the cap at $20 or $19.99, which I think is cool for like a consu- mm. from a consumer standpoint because I don't think I should pay for digital content. I don't think I should pay more than that, um, especially since I'm not mm. getting a box or collectible or, you know, whatever, like I would with physical yeah. media. Um, and Disney was like, well, fuck mm. you then. They don't offer 4K in the iTunes store. So all my Disney shit is in HD, which that is a very, very first oh, okay. world problem. I'm aware of that. Um, but it is a bummer. Like, I can't watch Infinity War in 4K, you know? Oh, I see. So I can watch Homecoming Man. in 4K, though. Thank you, Sony. It's the only <laughs> time so I'm going to say thank you, Sony. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man. man. So those are my five. I like them, dude, because I, I feel like you utilize a lot of those gadgets and pieces of tech. Yeah. Especially like uh, obviously your computer and um, and uh, I think your Apple TV because I, I feel like you're an avid watcher and, and collector of. of I've been having a movie sense, movies, which uh, I'll, I'm, I'll probably talk yes. about at share time. But yeah. Been watching Ooh. a lot of movies lately. Cool. Yeah, I, I need some. I need some new movies in my life, dude. So I'm gonna. Rem- I'm gonna recommend some. Some recommendations. Yeah. But Shawnee, first, what are your top five tech gadgets, my friend? Oh man, it's. Uh, it, I don't. I can't really pick an order. It's. It's so tough. Some of these are very like. I would They're say like I can live without my. Yeah. Okay. I mean, my I have my smartphone, uh, Samsung Galaxy S six. I would put that like number number two. Okay. Think, right okay. now, um, you know, I, I again just kind of reiterating from like earlier, like you know, we kind of grew up pre smartphones, and so like I'm just still amazed at like what these pieces of technology Same. can do. But I, I've been, it's, it's become now part of my life and lifestyle. Like I, I am able to, to communicate and like email and, and message people and, and, you know, do social media or whatever, um, in the convenience of just being anywhere if I really needed, if I really wanted to, um, and having it at the palm of my hand and, uh, that, that's just amazing how I can connect with people so easily like that. Um, and it, and it is, I actually owe, owe a lot to my phone. I use my phone for a lot of like scheduling and like, you know, organizing and community, obviously communicating with people. So it, it's definitely an essential tool also, I think for me, as far as like my daily life and, you know, kind of the, you know, career and everything. So, um, so yeah, I got my phone on Very there. Nice. Uh, I did. I did have a Nintendo Switch. I bought one this last year, and I thought it was the best investment as far as a gaming console. And uh, I've been very happy about it. I can't wait for Super Smash Brothers to come out as well. And I gotta beat Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, but I freaking love it, dude. It's it's it. I'm happy that, and I know like I feel like Nintendo still is trying to catch up to certain things and trends or whatever. But, I mean, they always deliver as far as they, they keep giving us the characters and games we like. And they still push the envelope, I still, as far as innovating and mm-hmm. gaming. And, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, like, the Wii U, how it was this tablet, like, you know, the whole tablet, you know, kind of uh, technology and, like, you know, having these portable computers that, you know, have, like, pretty good processing on it. 
and you know, you're able to access the internet and just do kind of like, you know, surfing kind of stuff and just kind of, you know, use it for, I mean, actually iPads, I've seen so actually, I am actually going to, uh, if I can put this on my list, I might actually invest in an iPad Word. this year. I've been um, thinking about that too. Cause, uh, yeah, this, I mean, as far as just being portable and whatnot, but anyways, going back to the switch, I think the Nintendo pushed the envelope on this one. It is super portable the way it you can use it a multi-purpose use for it you can uh, you know plop it on a, on a on the dock and and instantly it just shows up on your TV which I think was yeah really no cool. loading no uh, bullshit no nut dude it's awesome and then just the the design and you know, and, you know the, I thought the controllers were the joy cons were a little small but at the same time you just start to get used to it and I actually like I actually like playing handheld a lot same, yeah. I'm just out a lot and um, it's just a fun console, man. And I think well worth the price that they put. You know, I think, you know, uh, it was good. I waited for a little bit because there's some games still coming out. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I think this is the push in the right direction as far as Nintendo and, and the future of their gaming consoles. So, um, yeah, the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Uh, I have that at number one. Ooh. I don't know if it's my number one, but I feel like my smartphone will probably be the number one because it's like essential to like all the shit I do now. Right. Um, which brings me to number three, my MacBook Pro, t- late 2011, still rocking that guy. Um, but yeah, my computer, man. Like uh, my computer is everything, man. I, I obviously do a lot of emailing, communicating, and and you know, uh, obviously uh, prepping for our podcast yep. shows. Uh, which I am recording on right now, and um, and also the music I, I you know create and produce music through my my laptop, and you know music production has as be- has become the digital it's it's evolved into the digital age, and and there are uh, I would say there are a lot of uh, positives and negatives behind that. I, I see a lot of good positives, like you know an average person who who can afford a a, a computer w- will be able to access the software in order to create sounds and and be able to organize those together and i think that's amazing that you have the ability to do that through the convenience of your computer and wherever you're at so um as far as it revolutionizing the music too like the music industry like you know i computers run how music's made and 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 how it's performed sometimes too sometimes people have um you know like backing tracks and they have you know other kind of uh uh, elements happening as as a band maybe plays or whatnot, and they all run off computers, man. All of them, you know. I've I'll, actually most musicians have MacBook Pros, so um, this one is a 2011, and it's got a uh, motherboard. I think the motherboard was replaced, so it's definitely has shown its age, and it's not as fast as just as it should be, but it's one of the models that like I think it definitely lasted long and it's, it's been able to, you know, to, to help me with uh, music creation. So right on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my number three. Got one more. Still think that might be a little bit way up high up there. Uh, let's see here. I've got, I've got two. I got, I got my KRK rocket six speakers, my monitors, Ooh. um, super essential to playback uh for my music and just kind of like listening back and and really hearing these different frequencies but also it's a killer sound system for when i'm watching movies and not doing music so um and i have my 
my TV all plugged into it, so it's perfect when I'm watching some some uh, some movies, um, especially like something like Jurassic right Park, on. where you can hear like the rumble and everything. But um, yeah, and then I have I think for I got one more. Um, I think I said one too many, but uh, yeah, I have my. Oh, what is this? What is this one? Oh, uh, I just picked this up. It's it's uh, it's a recording interface. So I don't for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what a recording interface is. It's pretty much where uh, the uh, the middleman, I would say, a little device, little box that connects a microphone to the box and then the box to the computer. So it pretty much turns this microphone. Pretty much what I'm doing right now. Um, I am speaking in you know into a microphone. It's going to an interface and it's taking the air pressure from my vocals and from the microphone and turning it into digital, a digital signal, usually ones and zeros, binary code. That sounds like way more complicated. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's taken like analog to digital and um, it's, I feel like it's essential for how we record the podcast. And um, you know, it's something, uh, the one I have, it's, it's like a, it's a smaller unit and I just picked it up and it's fairly cheap. Too and, and that's what I think is really cool is I can, I can I'm able to record pretty much anywhere if, if I have my computer and this little device, and I think that um, the small interface has definitely also revolutionized people being able to create music in their own convenient spaces in their own little home studios, and I think that is um, is is a, a definitely a change and, and at the same time I think will give people more opportunities to dive into creating music um, or doing podcasts. So it's really cool to have like those types of technologies and gadgets around. I feel like most of the ones I've listed are really essential to like what I do and you know, what we do for the show and everything too. And um, aside from the switch, just kind of having a little, little something to play with, but um, yeah, I just feel like these are things that I interact with every day and are, are, constantly being turned on and you know electric currents coming through them so um very nice yeah. i think uh yeah i uh, i'm sure i can think of way more stuff i think when we were kids man it's like i know we, we were kind of growing up with like tech and stuff and the oh like, yeah you know the internet kind of eventually turning tiny video cameras that were only video cameras but yeah like, dude yeah oh yeah they kind of flipped open they weren't very good but um, we've seen all different like, formats too, like you know, like yeah. Laserdisc, man, Mini DV. We didn't fucking see Laserdisc. You and me found or went and got one. Yeah. Um, we started with. I mean, did you have a Laserdisc player in your home? I my, only had VHS. My dad, I think, had he had like one and maybe like four discs. Oh, I, I know my dad was definitely like the. The the uh, the person like trout like oh my god what's this thing a DVD player like I gotta get you know I gotta get my hands on one of those like my dad I, actually my dad I feel like in you know especially back in the day was like such a techie kind of guy and see I was the only one in my family I was the one who with my birthday money was like no I'm getting a DVD player no you guys can't watch anything <laughs> on it like, <laughs> that's so funny dude yeah oh fuck man yeah. That's so cool, dude. Yeah. Very nice list, Shawnee. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Shawnee, uh, 
Do you have anything you'd like to share with our audience this week, sir? Uh, not, not much. Um, kind of, um, some stuff that's going on with me. I'm playing this conference at the end of the month. That's going to be kind of crazy. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about it. Um, it's a, uh, well, this artist that I'm working with, uh, Martin, um, we've been working on some songs with him and, uh, he is doing this. I think it's a Catholic, uh, worship, worship conference at the end of the month. Uh, it's like a whole weekend, uh, in, at the Anaheim convention center. And, um, this has been kind of interesting cause like, you know, I've never really produced this type of music. Um, but at the same time, it's really exciting because with the music that we create and just the kind of like different influences and styles we have, um, I think we're creating some music that's definitely different. And I think outside the norm of what usually is, is, is out there as far as, you know, kind of the, the, that, that type of worship music. Um, and it's a new experience for me. You know, I, uh, you know, we played it, we were in Catholic school, dude. Like, you know, we played in a youth group and, you know, we used to have, um, gatherings and, you know, our bands played, you know, some even events through the school. Um, so that's it's true. That's, <laughs> but it, it's, it, and, and so we've been like, you know, obviously we, we grew up like in that kind of environment and, you know, nothing, you know, no, uh, I don't want to say anything about like religion or anything, like that, but you know, I think it's cool that um, music is still like a focal point as, 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 to some way or form as far as like this particular uh, type of worship. Like I, I, I really enjoy like that as far as like people being able to just like, just let go and, um, and really, you know, worship like pretty much just worship but through the music yeah. and i think that's also a thing that um i sometimes try to like remind myself with like creating music it's like it's it's all about a feeling and and really like unlocking things in people and and to this way or form it's you know worshiping you know uh for further you know for their their weekend and so yeah, I got invited to this conference and we're going to play like two of his original songs and that's kind of cool because uh, he's kind of organizing the music for this event and so he has the ability to like get pretty much put a band together and, and he invited me and, and uh, Maddie as well um, to play cool. with him at the end of the month and I'm kind of nervous because these are like, I mean, he's like, yo dude, we're going to have like stage hands and we're going to have like in-ear monitors and, and it's, you know, this is kind of a bigger scale from what I'm really used to and at the same time, I think it's going to be really fun and interesting and I'm excited to meet like some people too. And, you know, also, also the band, like, um, you know, he's hiring some other players. So like, you know, we have to kind of meet some new people to play with and, um, and then it's a new, it's a next step for, for, for our guy, Martin, cause, uh, you know, he's been trying to get some original music and he's going to try to play two of his songs, um, you know, for the event too. And, you know, kind of get a buzz going as well with that. And it's just, uh, it's amazing that, you know, he has, uh, an outlet to, to have his music out there and, and also like have people really get into it. So, uh, Hell yeah. yeah, super stoked about that, man. I'm super nervous and we got to rehearse like a crap ton cause we have, uh, three days to like, I guess like technically, I guess it's like two days cause like the Friday and Sunday are like half days. And then the Saturday is like the full day. Um, but we're not gonna be playing like all day, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to drop in, do our thing for a little bit. And then, you know, they have their, you know, kind of 
events and, and kind of certain things planned for certain groups and whatever. So, um, so it's gonna be exciting just to be able to like get that experience. And, um, I don't know, man, it's different. It's different for me. And I think, um, that's something that I think I should be doing a lot more. And, uh, as far as playing, but also like also being excited and proud of like the music we've created with him and like being able to, to actually see how that, that translates as far as like even just a worship service and just see how people really like engage in the song. Um, I think that's gonna be like a really cool experience. So I will let you guys know how it goes (laughs) at the end of the month. Please do. Um, and, uh, yeah. So that's, that's some like personal stuff, dude. I, I shared some little stuff going on in my life, you know, but from the heart. From the heart. But, you know, that's something I'm excited about. And, you know, always, it's always Hell cool yeah. to, like, share something different, you know? Absolutely. Joey, um, what do you have Mine to is a lot more fucking superficial. Oh, crazy. Um, Let's hear it. So, um, well, it starts with family. My family was here last weekend. I got blackout drunk on Saturday uh, I was very hungover Sunday to the point where I just couldn't look at my phone because I was so fucking nauseous. And uh, that turned out to be a good thing because whenever I put a movie on, um, I can't focus. I'm constantly picking up my phone and scrolling through Instagram and I can't fucking focus on the movie. So Sunday, I'm hungover as fuck. And the uh, phone is away from me because I cannot deal with the screen and the words. Um, and Christine's like, she was on the switch. Oh, so nice. she's chilling on the couch with the switch. And I was like, fuck, I better put something on that I would put on. Cause otherwise I'll never get the shot. Um, so I go on to Filmstruck. I think I've talked about Filmstruck before. It's the streaming criterion service. Yeah. They joined, um, I think it's Turner classic movie and criterion. So you get both their libraries and it started out kind of weak, but I jumped back on and the library has gotten very good, but I never take advantage of it. Mm. Um, and I put on like the most artsy fartsy fucking movie you could think of. Um, which is Barry Lyndon, uh, by Stanley Kubrick. Oh, wow. And it's this 17th century movie or it takes place in 17th century. Yeah. But the cool thing is, is that for a lot of the indoor scenes, um, Kubrick only wanted natural lighting, how it would look back in the day. So there's no artificial lights. It's all by candlelight. And they had to have special oh. lenses made by, by NASA uh, to capture the light um, huh. because they needed such a high, low focal point. Um, so it's crazy. Um, um, but yeah. So, but the whole movie looks like a 17th century painting. It's gorgeous. The entire movie. And like, it's kind of slow, but for me, I was just appreciating the scenery. Yeah. So I didn't mind the pace. Like it felt like a deliberate pace. I felt like the movie or the story moved as quickly as it wanted to. And I, I never felt like it was taking too long. Um, I really fucking dug this movie and so I want to shout out to Filmstruck to Barry Lyndon um, and then because it's a three hour fucking movie oh wow That's um, quite a, quite a yeah movie. and I was like I miss this I miss just diving into movies I have not seen and, yeah with fresh because I'm always fresh like eyes, yeah. 
yeah, what same 10 movies am I, am I going to put on to like probably just zone out and fall asleep? Fuck that. I want to actually watch something. Mm-hmm. Um, so thankfully, um, Christine was asleep when Barry Lyndon ended. So I put on Falling Down with Michael Douglas. Have you ever seen no, this? No, I have not. No. It's fucking crazy. It's like a hot day in L.A. It's right around the uh, riots. Oh, shit. And um, this fucking dude just loses his shit and just starts fucking up all the wrongs he sees in society. And Robert Duvall is a cop who like it's his retirement day, but he winds up on this case and it's, it's not great. It's Joel Schumacher. Yeah. It's, you wouldn't believe that the guy who made fucking Batman Robin would make this made though. This You're like, Wait, what? Um, but it's, I mean, it's decent. It's, it hasn't aged well. I'd say that like, it's a good movie for the time, I guess. Um, and then I just watched Tootsie with Dustin Hoffman, where it's very missed out fire. He yeah. uh, meets Joanna man, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, guy plays a woman to secure a job um, and fucks everyone over in his life. Um, and then I don't know. I started watching being here last night or being there. Hal Ashby. Um, but I've just been really fucking digging, diving into old movies That's... and movies I haven't seen. So check out film check out Barry Lyndon. This movie is a masterpiece and you know what it might have knocked a clockwork orange Ooh. as my favorite kubrick movie Ooh! wow wow yeah that's pretty big yeah. man shawnee if, if you've got three hours shawnee uh, track it down i, I, I yeah. think you might like it i might have to i might, um where did you watch it on joe what was the F- filmstruck filmstruck okay yeah so it's the streaming service the, yeah the streaming okay and what's cool is if you only want Criterion, you can pay a certain amount a month. If you only want, I think it's Turner, you pay a certain amount a month, yeah. or you can pay for both of them. That's awesome. At a reduced I love how they cost. Give you those so options, dude. That's, yeah, that's cool. it's cool. Um, I need to do the same thing. I think kind of just take a like a, a couple of days or, or a night or whatever, and just kind of just dive into a movie I haven't really seen or been recommended. Um, yeah, so I've been lucky. Christine's been watching The Bachelorette, so I'll go in the other room and. <laughs> Put on an old movie. Like, Perfect. Hell yeah. Yeah. Ideal right there. Oh, that's awesome, dude. So good. It's always, yeah. It's, I'm, yeah, always open to check out new movies. So, um, actually, I was, I, I was just it. talking, uh, one of my roommates, we were talking about The uh, Disaster Artist. I haven't seen that one yet. And oh, fuck, dude. Watch I know. It. So I know. I, I actually might watch it tonight. It's so, so good. if I could stay awake yes. and not like pass out because I'm so tired, but. It's short too. It's I, it's barely ninety minutes. I want to say. Oh, okay. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, one. So they, that's been on my it's on so my good. like watch list for the longest time. So I'm gonna have to watch that, and then I'll, I'll get back to you and see. <laughs> right on. Have we done a, a room top five yet? How do you do a, a top five on the room? I don't know. Cause like feel like <laughs> the whole movie is a top five. I don't know. Or yeah, like top, there's probably a bigger list on that one. God, next time we're together, we should... Uh, we should try to figure that out. Ooh. I, th- I think I let my copy out, but we could, we could do a commentary on the room. Ooh, I want to do, do a commentary. Um, maybe that's what we got to do next time. Too. I'm just going to come up, and we're just going like, to just bust out like a bunch of commentaries. Just, just get super crazy and <laughs> get drunk, I like it. drunk in the middle of the day or something. I like it. Yes. I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll sit through like two or three movies, <laughs> and we'll just get drunker. <laughs> Oh man! But we'll sparse those episodes out. 
So you like oh shoot fifty episodes down the line, you listen to the third one. Why are they so drunk? <laughs> Why? What's going on, guys? Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I like it. I look forward to the day, my friend. Yeah. Shawnee, where can we find more of your work on the internet this week, sir? Uh, well, you guys can find me on Instagram um, at Sean Day, S H A U N D A Y, and then on my website, SeanDayMusic.net. I think I have the dot com somewhere around there. I just got to figure out a way to connect them together. There you go. But uh, yeah, check it out, guys. And uh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe more music. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Joey, where can we find some of of your work? You can check me out at Joey Parati on Instagram, but it is Prevat. But you can check out my very public website, JoeyParatiScripts.com. You can check out the show uh, at Gmail, on Twitter, on Instagram, at Top5Pod. That's T-O-P-F-I-V-E-5-P-O-D. And you can check us out on on Facebook at Top5Podcast. Shawnee, I just want people to listen and follow and check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just do it. Recommend lists to us, guys. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Um, it doesn't cost anything to follow. Yeah. Uh, except your soul. <sighs> your soul is mine. <laughs> it's mine now. Uh, Shawnee. It's been a good night. This has been a fun episode. It a little has different, been, dude. And I like it. Yeah. I, um, really branching excited out. to like keep going, man. Cause like, I mean that once we had the hundredth episode, man, it's been really cool to, to be able to engage and, and you know, I, I do hope that people are listening out there. So I do too. I do um, too. But yeah. But if not, we love you imaginary audience. Hell yeah. You've never left us. <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> Until next time. I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. Thanks Thanks for listening. Yeah.